For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from The Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? This is Morning Gratitude. I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund, and we are coming to you live from Live Mana Worldwide Studios in the heart of Little Italy, San Diego. I am so excited about today. First and foremost, this broadcast is brought to you by E360 TV, the Edge Radio Network. Uh, we are being seen live on Facebook Live, being heard on Spreaker Live, and uh, really, really excited to be here today. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning, Brian, Marlena. Uh, good morning, everybody. We have an amazing show today. Um, I am so grateful to um, be having a friend, uh, a true genuine friend back on the show today and um, I'm just extremely excited. Yesterday's show was a little odd and I was off. If you, no one else could pick it up, um, it is, I, I have a hard time faking like what's going on with me but I'm glad that the, the best part and one of the things that I'm grateful for about this show is, <laughs> yes Marlena, uh, one of the things that I'm grateful for about this show is that I can just come here and be authentic and I don't, you know, the uh, whatever is expected out of me is just that, is to be authentic. So if you're listening live right now on Spreaker or Armed Radio or watching live on E360 TV or Facebook Live, good morning. Uh, good morning to you, Smith. Good to see you, Aliv. Good to see you, Cindy. Good to see you guys. So if you're listening on the radio and you want to know what the heck's going on and who the heck I'm talking to... We don't have a studio audience, but we are blessed with a lovely Facebook audience um, where they can comment. What's up, John? They can comment, ask questions, interact with the host, interact with me. It's a beautiful thing. What's up, Jason? How are you doing, buddy? Um, I love this. So if you're listening on the radio, come join us on Facebook. Just look up Joshua T. Berglund or Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Um, one thing I want you guys to do today, uh, Facebook audience, plug your business. Plug, like put your Facebook page in, put your website, I don't care, you guys plug it, you guys connect, because there's some people on here that definitely need to connect today. I want to give a shout out too to Soko Cannabis Creations, thank you for your support. Thank you also to the Melissa Hall TV show for your support, and of course, Live Mana Worldwide. So guys, today um, we have, I have a dear friend that is our guest, and he has been on the show before. But the radio audience may not be familiar with him or have heard him on the show before. Good morning, Kathy. Uh, Shondell, good to see you. I'm telling you, I had the privilege of sharing the stage with this man um, on a podium at Cervex in San Diego and was immediately blown away. 
by his power, his raw passion, and the purpose to which he lives with. Wow, what a story. Um, he is the author of one of the most amazing books I've ever read, read Think, React, Lead. And it has, it's really cool, too, because it has a workbook, and it helps hold you accountable and makes you do the work. And if you do the work, you will get it done. Um, but then I had him on the show, and mind blown. Well, today we are blessed to have him back on the show. So real quick, I'm going to read you his bio for the radio audience, for those of you who are not familiar with Mr. Dom Fawcett. But, but Dom is a leadership expert, executive coach, and author. Dom Fawcett has been through hell and back. Boy, <laughs> Dom is a military veteran and a prior police officer with 10 plus years of corporate leadership experience. Dom is the CEO of Think, React, Lead. Think, React, Lead is a company dedicated to pushing people past their, past their limiting beliefs by bridging the gap between their mind and heart for increased success. Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan, good morning. Good to see you. Let's welcome the man, Dom Fawcett, to the show. What's up, my man? What's up, brother? How you doing this morning? Dude, I am am so much better than I was yesterday. (laughs) I was struggling, man. I'm telling you, I didn't have any fight in me. And, uh, but today I'm feeling much better and I'm so excited to have you back on the show, my man. Thank you, Denise. So, Dom, uh, first things first, uh, as you know, you know the drill. What are you grateful for today? You know, I'm honestly grateful for being on this side of the earth. You know, everybody doesn't have the opportunity to wake up, get their feet on the ground, make a difference in, in their day. So, everything else is, is easy breezy from there. Now, <laughs> so, if you guys follow Dom on Facebook... You may know that he's um, just had a birthday, so happy birthday, but why don't you tell everybody what <laughs> happened on your birthday? Uh, my birthday, what? So the day leading up to my birthday. Oh, the day leading up. Uh, yeah. That was 48 hours leading up to turning 40. I went, I went out of my 30s to the bank. 
<laughs> At least you'll never forget it. I will not, nor will my wife. If I do, she won't let me. I, speaking of dumbbells, I'm one. Uh, I was at the gym. Around the time that this was happening to you, I was at the gym and I was doing flies. And I was I got in that zone where I was like, ah! <laughs> it was so pumped up. And I slammed the weights. Like I'm I, I, I don't know why, but sometimes I like to slam the weights together because <laughs> of the rubber. Well, yeah, my fingers got in the way. <laughs> oh man, I am so <laughs> So <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm giggly now. Um that <laughs> I'm not laughing at your expense, but it's just it's just so, I, I sometimes go, why am I so careless? I care so much about doing things the right way, but I just do some careless things. I don't drive because I'm the world's worst driver. I mean, you've had 15 wrecks. I have like 15 tickets and a couple wrecks. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a, I'm a cop's best friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so everybody listening right now on Spreaker, uh, welcome so much. Uh, welcome so much to the show, the Edge Radio Network. Welcome uh, our lovely Facebook audience: Mary Sterling, Christopher Worth, Sydney Connor. Good to see you, Ivan, Kathy, Monica, Carl. Great to see you guys, Mary. Good to see you, Rachel. Good to see you. We have a beautiful crowd today, all here to see the man, Dom Fawcett. So look, there's a lot of new people here, and I, I really want to just give a quick background for those who do not know who Dom is and I'm telling you guys if you don't you need to get to know him I'm so excited to know that he's going to be speaking on a stage in Chicago uh, that I'm blessed to be hosting I'm so stoked about this um, you're one of the most dynamic speakers I've ever heard but I want to know I've heard, I know your story but when did you make the decision that law enforcement isn't for you and you want to go into empowering other people's businesses and and really just going on this journey to really not even people's businesses just the individual pumping life into them and giving them purpose and teaching them to just to live purposefully when did that shift happen for you Let me just give a little bit of backstory behind that. I am prior military. I was not in the Air Force. Got out. I, the only job I could find where you carry a gun, uh, not a security guard standpoint, but like a legit gun and, and, and have the same modes, if you will, was law enforcement. So I was on patrol and. Um, up to this point, I was I was in a very dark, dark place. I, I stopped wearing my bulletproof vest to work uh, just because I wanted to be taken. I wanted to die. That's kind of what it boiled down to. I had gone through a lot. I've seen a lot, and we, when when you see so much death in a short period of time, it it, it, it plays on you psychologically, and it, it, it plays on you emotionally. I got to a point where I stopped feeling. You know, some, some people say I don't feel that often. Like, I, I couldn't feel. I, I was gray. I, 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 it almost felt like my heart stopped pumping, and I was just existing. 
And I would serve warrants without a bulletproof vest. I would kick doors without a bulletproof vest. I was just, I was just off my rocker. I'd say I, in, in the military, I was not wrapped too tight. But there was a, a, it wasn't even a call. I was cruising down some neighborhood, and the environment I, I patrolled was heavy drug environment, and with that come drug problems, right? Right. <clears throat> Lady comes running out, and she 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 flags me down. Mind you, I won't know where to put her. That's the only thing that was when I was hungry. And I don't do well hungry. And in your early 20s, hungry and a badge and a gun, that's like a horrible combination. That's a word combination ever. But she flagged me down and I got out of my got out of my car and I'm just like, you just need to calm down. What's what's wrong? She says, he's trying to kill me. Alright, you're not dead. So you know, most people kill when they don't. There's no crime. You know, I and I got out of the car and I looked up at the uh Door and I'm in the South, I was in Jackson, Mississippi. A lot of the homes have, uh, have porches, and in this environment, there's no street lights. But fortunately, in this situation, the porch light was working. And, and, and Steve was a big man, I'd say he, he was probably about your size, Josh, prepped. And and just looking at him, he just, my spices started to kick in, but I wasn't scared. I, I, I felt like, you know what, I could potentially die today, and I was cool with that because I didn't come on my best. And I ascertained what was going on, and I looked at the lady. I told her to, you know, stand by. And I'm standing in the front lawn, and I looked at this guy, and I go, hey, man, you need to have a conversation. Come on down here. And I couldn't, I could only see his shoulders went up. I couldn't really see his hands because of the way the lighting was. And his, I have a deep voice, but his voice is deep in mine, and, and he's, I'm not moving, for lack of better words. And when I looked up at him, <laughs> I put my hand on my weapon and and it unlocked the uh, holster it was in and I looked at him and I said, dude, me and you need to talk. You need to come down. You don't want me coming up there. And he said, you come up here. I'll come. <clears throat> I said, all right. You know, and, and at that point, all of your training kicks in. All of the fighting you've done, if, if you're a trained fighter, all of the anything that you've ever done to make you, from a societal standpoint, is do top. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So my body started to loosen up a little bit because I was comfortable with the situation. But I'm looking at this guy, and he stepped forward. And when he stepped forward, I could see the silhouette because the light now was behind him. From about 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, and I see the knife. I'm like, all right, this dude's got a pretty... He was white knuckled. And I told me he had a pretty solid grip on the knife. He wasn't blinking. He was staring at me. And I, my weapon comes out. And I was kept down in the chamber. And I put my weapon out, and I... Asked him for lack of better words to step down. He said no. So I had a decision to make, and, and seeing the knife in his hand, the Glock I had has about a 47 pound trigger pull. <clears throat> I'm squeezing the trigger, trigger, and I'm about two and a half pounds of trigger pull in to taking this dude out. Holy crap! Looking at this dude, I'm like, all right, this is gonna be a legit kill. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to kill him. And out of nowhere, I hear, Daddy? Oh, oh, oh. And at that moment, like my life changed. My my purpose changed. My 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 drive changed. My and why changed. And when you're looking at the rear sight of a handgun, 
the rear side is probably about because of, of, of adrenaline, it's probably, probably about the size of an apple. This was for me, a small apple. And all I could see was Steve. Like I could see him clear as day. And when I peered over and just kind of looked to my left, over the side of my weapon, I see a child, seven. God. I see another child, five-ish. I see another one who's smaller than both of those boys. And I couldn't, I wasn't in a position to take a man in front of his sons. Like I just couldn't, couldn't do it. And I was like, you know what, it's time, it's time for me to go. This guy's not letting go of the knife. I'm not going to kill him. The only way for me to get the knife out of his hands, if that's going to be the best case scenario, is for us to, to engage hand to hand. I started to, your olfactory, like my olfactory glands kicked in, and this wasn't the first time I had, had an adrenaline rush, if you will. I smelled the dew in the glass. I could, I, I could smell like the, te- the testosterone on him. I, I, I just smell him. And I could, like, I could, I could smell the wood in the porch. I could smell the sheet paint. I could smell whatever oil was leaking from his car. Like all these things kick in, and I, 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 I holstered my weapon. And just as I holstered my weapon, he, he stepped off the porch. And I don't, because I was looking in his eyes. Like he didn't want to kill me. He was afraid. But when he made that step off the porch, he realized that he made a decision to engage. So when he stepped off with his right foot, it was just a very slow step. <clears throat> Maybe it was the adrenaline that slowed that in my environment. Wow. But the left foot dug into the, 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 the first step, or the last step, as he's come down. And it, it launched him <clears throat> off of the porch, and he started running towards me. So I started running towards him, and we were probably about, it was about a 15-yard reactionary gap, and we closed that within probably half a second, and we connected. But I wasn't gonna manhandle this dude, and, and I I know I struck him in the throat. I know I, I was what's called a hammer fist, the top of his nose, and we went down, and I don't recall what happened after that, but obviously I'm alive. Yeah. Um, why have we hit him? And at that moment, back to your original question, I kind of stood up after the cuss were on him, and I was really shocked to be alive. But in that moment, that's when, like, God spoke to me saying, my purpose, son, for you, is greater than you could imagine. <laughs> and I was not living right. So for God to talk to me was a special occasion. And wow. in that moment, I found purpose. Um, I found clarity. He said, it's not, he, he said it's, it's not for you to take lives. It's for you to save and that literally started my journey. Now, it, now, it was not an overnight success. <laughs> it was a long time. But I felt, I, I, not even felt, I knew where I was going. And it's, it's, it's amazing. 
anything that I'm, 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 I'm here today. I, I should not be alive. I just shouldn't. <laughs> but I'm protected. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what started me down that path of, of, of think, react, lead. And think, react, lead is think as an executive, react like a soldier, and, and lead. And I think leadership is nothing more than influence. So who, who am I influencing? That's where I'm at today. I, <clears throat> there's so many amazing little quotes in here. Like, <laughs> if you want to be happy, you must let go of what makes you unhappy. Simple, but yet so challenging for people. Uh, if, you, if you don't win, I don't eat. I never go hungry. I mean, just like all these little... And then there's... The, in the, I call it a workbook, and maybe that's what the proper term for it, but... What evidence do I have? It is mine. When you own your dream, you can physically see it when no one else can. List the ways that confirm your dream is yours. And it and I what I like about these questions in this book, man, is that it, it forces you to think. It, it, it it's not like I can half ass the answer to these questions because you're cheating yourself in doing so. And so I'm a huge fan of the book. Um, and, and I love that, but I, I, I'm, I've go, I've heard the story. I've heard the story that you just told. Now I think this is the fourth or fifth time. And every time it has the same effect on me and, and, and it, and I, so I love hearing it, but I wanted the, the new audience to hear it, but you're a man that has stood down other people. You've had the, you've, you've basically have faced death in the face. You've gone in without a bulletproof vest because you did not fear death. And a man that doesn't fear death, <laughs> you most would assume don't have fear. But I don't believe that. What do you fear, Dom? I feared living. I feared not measuring up to what I was called to do or purpose to do. I feared, honestly, I, I feared going to prison. There was no doubt in my mind that I, was, I would have killed somebody and gone to prison by the time I was 30. And, and, and let me explain why I got into law enforcement. I grew up in San Bernardino, California, Inland Empire. And, and it's a gang environment. And growing up, seeing people that look like me, they tell um, whether by rival gangs or cops or arrested. For me, the, the, the goal was just to get out, not be in prison, not impregnate anybody, and not die by the time I was 18. So when I joined the military, it was my way out. And when I got out of the military and became cop, I, I, I still thought as a child. I still had fears of going to prison. And the only thing that I could do that would put me on the other side of my fear was law enforcement. What I wasn't ready for is what cops deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready for seeing a baby girl three and a half years of age with 13 cigarette burns on her. Oh, God. Body bag. I never knew baby body bags existed. I wasn't ready for seeing a 97 pound mom of three 
holding on to her life in a, in a bathtub and her face beaten in so bad by her her boyfriend that she was unrecognizable. I wasn't ready for all of that that goes on. And then I was looking for sport for so long that I just became numb to it. I don't think I ever got to a point where I was like, okay, well, this is not normal. No, right. it, it went from not ready to, okay, this is the norm. Like, in a sickening way, I started looking forward to seeing the body. I started appreciating death and is and in a very I'm gonna use the word perverted way and not perverted from a sexual standpoint. Right. Perverted from a, a spiritual standpoint. And then it started putting my hands on people. If I got, if I went to a call that was domestic violence, I would and there's been times that I've broken dudes with them. There's been times I physically with my hands knocked dudes teeth out their mouth. And I'm like I said I'm not big man, but when you're you fear death or you want to die you don't not only do you not feel emotionally, you you when, when you punch something or someone, there's this force of there's this it's a satanic force that comes with that punch. And I never thought I had it in me. Never thought I was I like I I was in growing up in California, like this this was not me. It wasn't until I went home and, and I realized the darkness of my mom there's demons in me. And then I, I, and this is gonna sound very crazy, but I started seeing demons. I, I remember fighting a dude, and the dude was half my size. I'm talking crackhead size. And on his back, we're in the middle of some dark alleyway, and I shouldn't have been down there, but I wasn't looking for a fight. And I'm on his back, trying to choke him out, and I'm choking him out, and he literally pops up, and I get thrust off of his back. He turns around, looks at me, both stand up at the same time, and his eyes, there was no white in his eyes. I grabbed him, apprehended him, turn around to make a call or grab a pen. He runs with his hands behind his back cupped and jumped over a 10-foot fence with this weird thrill of a laugh. What? And... I was just like, well, that's 30 bucks because that's how 10 cups cost. I had to buy a new pair of cop salary. But I started seeing things like that. And I just like, you know what? I'm, I'm not ready for this this portion of this realm. And it just got worse and worse and worse and worse until I wanted to die. I, I, I just, I felt there was nothing else in life but this. And I just, I felt devalued. I felt nothing. I stopped wow. feeling a place for someone to be. Yeah. Um, really quick, I want to give a shout out to the Spreaker audience, everybody on the Edge Radio Network. Uh, thank you so much to E360 TV. Uh, and you le- lovely Facebook live audience. If you guys have questions for Dom, don't hesitate to ask. Um, Bonnie, the book is Think, React, Lead. Um, and also, Brian wants to know, where can you buy this, Dom? Amazon. Amazon, Amazon. okay. Just search. I, Dom, all set. Guys, I, um, I don't... It, it takes a lot to get me to re sit and finish a book. Uh, this book is great. And uh, the workbook... Like my pages of notes on it are pretty long because I couldn't you like I was saying you can't half half ask the the writing and answering to the questions you got to write and it makes you think 
And, and if you apply this, this is going to make you a better leader. It's going to make you, I think it's going to help just make you overall a better person and really taking in your passion and, 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 and doing something with it. I, I, I'm, I, I love it. I really do. Um, so Dom, I, um, like I, when I was asking you about fear, cause I, I know what that's like when you don't fear death, where you just kind of like welcome it. It's living and living your per- really, I, I didn't know it at the time, but it was, I was afraid to live my purpose. I was afraid to live what I was called to do. And it was easier, I told myself, <laughs> to, to, to basically just chase death. God makes me sad just thinking about that now because I think about the people that I'm blessed to have in my life that have, you know, now I, I'm able to receive love. Like to, to rob myself of that for years is hard. And I, like, so I, I feel you on that. And I, and that's, I, I, I don't know what, it, I don't know where it was that we bonded, but I knew it was immediate when we shared the stage. I knew there was something there. Um, and you have, you, you are, you are a tremendous success professionally. You have a, a good family life. You like you and your wife are adorable together. <laughs> um, but what is, what is the thing that, cause I have, I still have to chase my demons away too. I get triggered and. And I can switch and, and, and I can feel that same familiar demon try to creep back in and try to go through me. And, um, and I'm terrified of it, man. I'm terrified of it. Um, but what, what is the thing that in, in this journey that you're on and you're, and you are, I mean, you're on a journey and you're, you're, you're climbing a mountain, but at the same time, you're still a success, a tremendous success. What is the thing that you struggle with the most day in, day out that could knock you off of your path? Um, one of the things I purposed myself to do uh, this quarter, which this will be the first time I've, I've tried, is, is therapy. Um, the first three times I tried therapy, I, was, I went to, I guess, a good therapist, but they, uh, they, they resurfaced some things that I forgot or uh, I suppressed. And slowly but surely, the things that, 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 that get me off track, having to deal with Tourette's, right? Um, Having a doctor, and you know, you and I spoke about this, but having a doctor tell you that you know you're bipolar, right? Those, those, those type of things used to throw me off. And most recently, me, my wife and I, Ryan Cotty, were huge in the sport bike scene. Um, and what nobody told me when I got into the sport bike scene, one riding for two years, is that you lose a lot of good people quick. Mm. And uh, the only sport biker that was at my wedding, him and his wife, or him and his fiance, best friend, he died. I, like I, I wasn't ready for that. Um, and then a couple weeks later, or a couple months later, as of recent, I lost another buddy, one of my wife's employees, who also rode sport bikes. And these are things that that trigger that that sadness, right? Because now that I'm I'm a this is the softer side of Dom. 
I'm, I'm open to love. I'm, I'm open to receive love. I'm, I'm open to give it. I'm, I'm, I'm open to be, being a nice guy. I'm, I'm open to vulnerabilities. And I, I actually feel now. And that's weird. <laughs> and I say weird from a standpoint of, like, I have to feel, but, and I, I'm cool with that, but when, when, when that person's ripped from my life, like I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. Right. Or I didn't know what to do. And I told my wife the other day, since my buddy Tony died, I had been on autopilot, and it's it. it I, I had to re-engage who I was as a person. I take that back. I had to re-engage who God called me to be. Yeah. Right. And it, it wasn't this vanilla stand in front of your stuttery. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Ha, 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 ha. 
upset and vulnerable leadership is I, I feel is my my thing. Yeah. And can't be vulnerable if I can't I can't share vulnerability if I can't be vulnerable first with self. I really believe that leadership starts on the upside of your doorknob. <laughs> so the inside of the home. If you can't lead your family, how dare you try to lead somebody else? Right? Ooh. And I, I, I really like to be the same person at the grocery store, mm-hmm. the gas station, on Instagram, <laughs> on YouTube, in person, I, I, on stage. And there's no arrogance. It's, it's sincerity. Yeah. Vulnerability. I mean, I, I talked to you about this before. I still do it too, man. <laughs> but that when you're sharing, but you said it though, because you're, you're not, you're not giving some canned speech that from 10 years ago, you're sharing real life in the moment feelings. And I've, I've watched almost every one of your lives that you've done since we've known each other. Or even your pre-recorded videos and some of your speeches. And you can tell that is the mood you're in. There's no faking that. I don't think that we have the personalities to be very good at faking. I, I'm i amazed at, and, and God, I love, look, there are some amazing speakers that do the same speech every time. I can't do that. Uh, first of all, I'm not going to be able to remember this <laughs> speech. I'm not going to remember it. And and I don't want to read like I'm like here give me a script and let me read from it like no man I just got to like talk about like what is going on now and 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 if I ever like alienate that that way of being oh god it will be so obvious and that's one of the things that I love about you is because watching you on stage it's like a mix of poetry of like uh Deaf, like what is the the deaf com the deaf uh, deaf jam raw poetry the poetry jam where they're just it's raw and it's different and it's not like your poetry that Shakespeare wrote but it's still beautiful but then it's got this just raw like hunt like hunt, like I don't even know how to explain it it is it's amazing because it's like the creatures lurking and you're and it's very. But at the same time, it's not the same. There's no pattern to follow. It's just raw, real, and and beautiful and honest. And and it there's there's nothing like it. I love that. I love watching you on stage. And I mean, you, even in the book, the book is done that way too. It, it's just it's not like anything you're used to seeing. And that's frankly what we need because we need to be woken up because a lot of this stuff is so recycled you know because it's coming from it's like strategic and it's strategically in place message here and insert here but when you just come with it you don't know what's going to come out of you or come through you but that's the message that should be heard in my opinion i love speakers like you because you're going to always have my attention. The reason I can hear you tell that story that you told about how you started stepping into your purpose, I've heard it four times. Every time I heard it through different ears because you told it with a different passion and from a different place. And I love that about you. How, how are you staying? Look, you mentioned being bipolar. I, 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 I live in that world, man. In there's days that I don't know how in the hell that I'm going to function, like how I'm going to deal. And yet, 
I don't have the responsibility of leading others. I'm not teaching. I'm not coaching. How are you dealing with that, dude? Because you're not, you're not taking medication for it. How are you dealing with that? How are you, how are you preparing yourself and, 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 and protecting yourself from yourself in those bad moments? My dad jokingly said, I think you're bipolar. You know how Asian dads are. Um, yeah. He said that a year ago, having been a cop, you're, you're around that element. So right. I'm like, all right, I, I, I see some similarities. But when I actually spoke to a doctor about it, his response to me, he was a godsend. He said, don't do anything about it. It's your superpower. And at the time, I was working in corporate world and that there, there's no way in the world you can be a leader in this corporate space, write a book, have a podcast, do speaking engagements, operate off of an hour and a half, three hours of sleep, day in and day out, maintain like this, this, this positivity and what you do without this. And he kept calling it a superpower. He said, I would strongly suggest you don't take any medication, watch your diet, exercise, and follow your brain. Like once, if you have an idea, implement it. He said, what I, what I hear is you lack the ability to to feel no. Lack the ability to, to see something that can't be done. Yes, yes. Exactly what my education was, I barely graduated high school. If you have employees, have their PhD. <laughs> That's not normal. Right. I didn't see it. I never looked at it because it was just normal. It was me. So yeah. because I look at it as a superpower, and I don't let go out and profess this. I'm a superpower. <laughs> um, I wear a cape around the house, dude. You said what? I wear a cape around the house all the time. Yeah, so I'm good. I can fight you back. Can't fight her back. So 
and, and I wasn't allowed to say, I don't know growing up. And by the time I was eight, my mom or dad asked me a question, I had to have an answer. So that forced me to be able to make decisions. Good or bad, I had to make them because none of my decisions stopped the world from turning. Yeah. So it just, these are certain things that, that were honed in me early on. So in your question, the answer is, I just deal with it. Yeah. And and I, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't I don't ever listen to the news. There's a lot of things I don't do. And I, I enjoy having fun. I enjoy life. That's that helped me out a lot. You know, whether it's wakeboarding um on the lake or whether it's, you know, skateboarding or mountain biking. Me and my wife riding our cotties, um, or throwing BMWs into brick walls. <laughs> I, I hear you, man. I when the minute I realized that it was a superpower, I didn't want to take medications. I felt I felt robbed. I felt weighted down. The, the medications I was on, and God, I just now I have to be willing to be honest. I have the people around me have to know. I have to honor when I know if I'm going to be in a funky mood. I've got to be careful. I got, I can't. There's certain situations I can't put myself in. I made the decision over the weekend that, you know, just like you mentioned diet. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm starting to become more aware of like what I'm eating and how that affects me. And, and sugar is a terrible thing for people that are bipolar and, you know, and then of course, alcohol is a dangerous thing. I know you don't drink, but like even me, I've made the decision that I've got to eliminate it out of my life. And I'm not a big drinker, but it's something I have to eliminate in my life because if God really gave me this superpower, why would I want to take away from it at all? If anything, I want to go full superpower. Like I want to be able, like I just wear my cape around the house, but I want to be able to go out in public in Little Italy and wear it, you know? Because why not? Like I want to see how far this thing goes because I do believe it's a gift. I mean, mind you, I have... There's certain limitations. I can't watch the news. I'm triggered by a lot of things. I have to protect myself from that. But that's okay, because the news is garbage anyway. <laughs> it's not, none of it's real. So, I, um, I, 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 I hate that you got turned down for that speaking gig, but truthfully, they don't deserve you, man. I... If anyone out there is listening that's putting on speaking events, if you want to have somebody bring down a house, invite Dom I'm <clears throat> I'm straight up I'm and I think that that event in Chicago is in September and dude <laughs> first of all <clears throat> that's a I'm so happy to be doing this with you but you know I, I I just I really am proud to call you a friend and I I I get the giggles when I talk to you and I hear you talk about this stuff because it's like oh my gosh you're <laughs> Like you're like my you're my twin brother <laughs> because I get it I get it we had a phone conversation the other day and I'm like dude oh my gosh yes this is I, this is probably the most honest and real conversation I've ever had about being bipolar with somebody that actually understands it to the level of which I you do and then I do and and because we're both on a path to empower other people and to give other people life. And, 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 and the, because of that, 
it makes it that much more comfortable and I and I appreciate that bond I have with you because you know you're not alone. I know I'm not alone. I know that I can pick up the phone and call you and go, dude, I'm wigging the bleep out and you know. I, and I appreciate that. Um, what is so outside of speaking, outside of the book, outside of just living the life that you live, what's the next like what's your mecca? Like what's the next thing? What's the what's the next evolution of Dom that we should expect to see? So true. That's okay, I wear a cape. 
So any any of you out there, um, and I know a few of you. I'm looking at you right now uh, that have speaking engagements. You have connections in that world. You know you got to keep Dom in mind because I I'm telling you right now it will. There's I've not seen anything like it. Um, uh, it's amazing and it's life changing. Um, again, you guys go check out the book. I don't I very never rarely promote anything on the show, but I do recommend this book. You guys check it out. It's on Amazon. Um, Dom, my man, God bless you, brother. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. And uh, you guys, check him out. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. Watch him, man. Every day he's bringing something new that's powerful and life-changing. So, And I'm just humbled and blessed to call you a friend, man. All right, man. Have a great day. See you. No giraffe question for him because he's already got it. I think, yeah, and it just didn't seem appropriate. But I think he's already answered the draft question. Um, everybody listening live on Spreaker, E360 TV, Facebook, um, <clears throat> the Edge Radio Network. Thank you guys so much for your support. Uh, Facebook audience, you guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you for all your comments and questions. If you felt like that video uh, was powerful and somebody needed to hear it, please tag somebody. Please share the video. Um, Dom is an amazing dude. He's the real deal. He's, uh, I'm, I, when I say I'm blessed to call him a friend, I'm blessed to call him a friend because there's not too many people that I can honestly just relate to on a lot of levels. Um, it's not just all the good stuff, but some of the bad too. And, you know, and overcoming is a, is a daily thing. It's a daily fight. And I'm just beyond blessed to call him a friend. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much. Bonnie says she loved it. Uh, Enos, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Mary, yes, absolutely. Think, react, lead. Amazon, Don Fawcett. Um, thank you, Mary, very much. Lauren Harris, thank you so much. Um, golly, man, guys, thank you very much for all the support. Jeremy Winger, well, thank you so much for joining the show. Melissa Hall, Brian Mount, Bonnie, Mary, Denise, uh, everybody that watched and listened on the radio. Facebook, E360. Thank you guys so much. God bless. Please share the video if you think this will benefit uh, somebody. Um, and then also, Dom is just an awesome dude. Um, so check out his book. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Have an awesome day. You bring your phone everywhere. Work, school, the movies. Now you can bring it to an Xfinity store for an easy way to switch to Xfinity Mobile, a new kind of network designed to save you money. 
You can get up to five lines of talk and text included with Xfinity Internet at no extra cost. So all you pay for is data. It's never been easier to switch to Xfinity Mobile and keep the phone you love. Click here to see how. Sorry, I gotta take this. Restrictions apply. Limited to select mobile phones. Requires activation of a new line of Xfinity Mobile. Up to five devices per account. New Xfinity Internet customers limited to up to two lines pending activation of Internet service.